Hey, hello, hi, welcome to Echo Online Service. We are so grateful to have you joining us today. It is a great day to see how God is speaking and using the local church. You are going to hear from both Pastor Andy and Christy as they speak on vision. Vision for Echo and vision for you. If you're new to Echo, we hope that when you tune in, you find your place, your people, and your purpose. Let us know that you're out there. Be sure to comment, introduce yourself. We would love to virtually meet you. Here is what to expect today. Some beautiful worship songs by our amazing Echo Band, a message about vision from our pastors, and a time of response. If you call Echo home, you know that we love the concept of generosity. We want to be a generous people. We want to be a generous church. In Luke chapter 6, Luke writes, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. I love this scripture. When you live with open hands, it puts you in a place to, yes, give, but also a place to receive. Receive what God has for you. If you're looking to give to Echo today, you can do so in a couple different ways. Head to our website, use the Church Center app, or text any amount to 84321. Thanks again for joining us online. We love having you be a part of our Echo fam and enjoy Echo online service. I pray that we can come here and we can leave different God. And we just lift up any prayer request right now that we can give it to you. Jesus, you are here. Amen.
your throne and inviting us to be into your house this morning, Father. We just submit ourselves right now to your presence, Father. You are deserving of all of our praise. Every hallelujah, every song, every praise, every chorus, we just lift to you this morning. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We love you, Jesus.
praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah A hallelujah And I know it's not much But I've nothing else fit for a king Except for a heart singing I want to open up to John chapter 14. And what's happening in scripture and in this part of the story is Jesus is participating in vision Shabbat 33. He's sitting there down with his disciples and he's giving them some direction. He's, uh, he's telling them what is gonna happen and where he's going. And so he's, he's in essence telling his disciples, I'm leaving and you're staying. And that was a message that the disciples weren't necessarily ready to hear. And so, so that's kind of what's happening at the end of chapter 13. And I want to jump in the beginning of 14. And after some of this vision and direction that Jesus is sharing with his disciples, he says this, don't let your heart be disturbed. Do not allow your hearts to be disturbed, to be troubled. And then he leans in and he starts explaining to his disciples that I'm, gonna, I'm leaving. I'm going to go prepare a place for you. He gone. <laughs> and you stay in. That's what's happening. That's the message that he's hearing. But this is Jesus' vision. He's leaving to go to his father's house. And although he's leaving, that we're to follow him and at one point, at one uh, point in, in, in the right timing, he's going to come back for us. And then verse 4, he says this, you know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas, my man, man, he, he does probably what I would have done. I relate to, relate to him. And Jesus says, I'm going to leave and you know the way, and you're going to follow me. You know the way and the place where I'm going. And then Thomas, my man, says, Lord, we don't know where you're going. And if we don't know where you're going, how can we know the way? And honestly, every Vision Sunday, I feel like Thomas. I'm a person. I'm a normal person. It's not like I got this direct line with the Holy Spirit and God and that he downloads all these things. And I know for, yes, I got him on speed dial uh, with uh, no technical issues like Echo Church. And uh, it's, it's not like that. It's, it's, I come to these moments and Chris and I were talking about it last night. We pray, we seek God, we look for counsel and we're like, Lord, and we're going to go in a direction, and, and, and we feel and we sense that this is your direction, but how can we know that we know? Thomas is saying that we don't know, and if we don't know, how can we go where you tell us? I mean, come on. Can we just relate for a second? There are some doubters in the house. How many are thankful that Jesus answers doubters? That Jesus doesn't just throw you to the, off the, way, the wayside. He actually answers you. And Jesus says this, I am the way. This is his answer to Thomas. This is his answer to me. This is his answer to you. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. And if you really know me, then you're going to know my Father as well. From, and by the way, from now on, uh, you do know him and you have seen him. 
Now, and then Philip, my man, he comes into place and he's like, uh, I haven't seen the father. <laughs> he kind of like doubles down on, on Thomas's direction. And he's like, no, Lord, please show us the father. And this is where I think Jesus begins to correct our vision. This is when he begins to correct his disciples' vision and, and some of their direction. And Jesus, in essence, wants to kind of redefine what it means to follow him. And he says this. He says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And this is what I think Jesus is saying to the disciples, and I think this is what he's saying to us today. Focus on me. Yeah. If you've seen me, keep your focus on me, keep following me, and keep me at your center. And every Vision Sunday, I, I can't help but start here because this is our number one goal is that we don't ever lose track of keeping focus on Jesus, that we as a church don't keep Jesus at our center. This is our vision Echo, this is the vision in good times or bad times, wins or losses, doubts or answers or struggles or questions. Jesus is supposed to be at our center. Can I hear an amen? amen. And then he continues on and he says this, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing. And this is where it gets crazy. He says, and you will do even greater things. Step one, Echo Church, vision, Jesus is at our center. But God doesn't just, Jesus isn't just presenting the direction in our lives to just keep sitting here and focusing on him. There is some things that God is placing, I believe, in our heart, in your heart, uh, at church, uh, the Echo Church is called Collective, to step up and to continue and willingly step into these greater things. Then Jesus explains, oh, by the way, I, I'm going to my father to prepare a place for you. And he says this, I'm going to the father. You're going to do greater things because I'm going to go to the father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so the father may be glorified in the son. Now, I'm going to remind you, we're going to do greater things. And the greater thing isn't for our attention. It's for God's attention. Let's not forget about that. And then he says, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. And as I was praying, as I was seeking the Lord in the last few months, knowing that this day would come, uh, this is where it started. In verse 31, at the end of chapter 14 of John, Jesus, after he says his direction, as he presents this idea that he's going to go to the Father and he's going to create a place for you, and that one day he's going to come back, and oh, by the way, we're called to do greater things. I mean, it was kind of like some ups in that message and there's some downs. And then at the end of the chapter, he looks at his disciples and he says this. It's pretty profound. He says this, get up, let's get going. And I'm telling you, this is our vision for 2021 Echo Church. Get up, let's get going. I mean, can anybody else relate with me? 2020, it was like a break. March. I'll press the brakes. Like, what is coming? I don't know what's going to happen. Let's be careful. Let's be cautious. Let's just pause and wait. 
let's speculate, let's, let's see what's going on, let's learn a little bit more about the situation before you, where we can go. And I'm trying to tell you this, is I believe that Jesus has gone to the Father and he's sitting next to him and he's leaning into Echo Church, to you individually, to us collectively, and he's just simply whispering this, get up, yeah. let's get going. This is our vision for 2021. Christy brought me to this attention, Acts 20 or Acts 26, 16, it says, up on your feet, I have a job for you. If you need it, more scripture to this, get up, let's get going, okay? Up on your feet, I have a job for you. I've handpicked you to be a servant and a witness to what is happening today and to what I'm going to show you. Can someone just say amen? That the Lord is gonna do something new in Echo Church in 2021? Let's go. This is our vision, to get up and get going. God wants to use you. Our vision, as we have been dreaming, praying, processing, talking for the past month about what we want to do in 2021, it keeps going back to our vision is you. I look around this room, and I get so excited. I get moved to tears when I think of your personal stories, the journeys that you guys are on. And I just want to ask you this. What legacy are you creating for your life? Bob Goff, love him, says this in Dream Big. Our ambitions point to, should point towards the legacy we want to leave behind. Aiming for a legacy of generosity, where you give away both of your time and your talent, isn't a bad, bad place to start. What legacy are you leaving behind? What legacy are you creating? You see... We're 16 months old. Echo Church launched on September 15th of 2019. It seems like a lifetime ago. But in reality, we're 16 months old. So let's look at that as a child, a 16-month-old child. Because Jude, we're Jude. We had a lot of babies born that month. We should just have them frolic up here. All the boys that were born. What was it, like six boys in a month? Literally. No big deal. Um, But if you look at a 16-month-old, they're walking or they're learning to walk. They're getting really close to walking. Some, it's a little bit of a wobble run. I was watching Jude this morning, just like he just walks like this. And we see them and we're seeing this growth. When you see a 16-month-old and all the milestones that they're making, but they're learning to walk. And God's asking you today, what's your next step? Some of you have never been a part of a church before Echo. Some of you have grown up in the church. Some of you had walked away and you're like, that's not for me, and now you're here. And maybe it's even your first time here today. But it's go time for us. God wants us to dance. He wants us to create. He wants us to run. And if I can say anything today is that it's, we can do these things together. When I look at all of you and why I get moved to tears is I see some of you chasing your dreams. I see some of you with the legacy that you're creating. I see potential in some of you that you just don't see. And so we want to be a church that helps you in that. We can have this big vision for Echo, but it starts with you. As Christy was talking about this idea of Echo Church being 16 16 months old and how it mirrors with a little toddler walking, uh, we looked up, I looked up a few things uh, about you know specifically what those children are learning, and one of those things that they're learning is the potential, the potential to learn how to dance. 
And I don't know, it's just something that really pricked my mind and my heart because I think that's where we're at as a church. We, we're kind of learning how to walk. We're, we're learning how to get through some technical issues, right? right? But one, one of these days, it's not, we're not supposed to, like, just think about it. The Lord just wanted us to physically learn how to walk like baby Jude, who's 16 months old, like, a, you know, he's got like lumber legs or something, you know? But he, God is calling us to not just walk. He's calling us to dance. He's calling us to climb. This isn't just about getting up to barely make it. This is getting up to make a difference around and through our life and what God is doing. And Matthew 11, the message version, I love how it says this. It says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me. Keep me focused, and you will learn to live freely and lightly. And I'm trying to tell you this. If we're going to live freely and lightly, it's almost, I got this image of dancing in a field, for those that like to dance. This free concept of saying, Lord, do something fresh and new. And this isn't a chore. This is a gift to our life. And so... Uh, Echo Church, man, let's learn how to dance. It's time to learn how to run. It's time to learn how to climb. And I believe, yes, this isn't an individual message, yet it's a collective one at the same time. And so what we want to do today is we want to look back and just kind of celebrate. Can we do that? And what God did in 2020 uh, to be able to look forward here in 2021. So Christy, why don't you give us a little bit of a background of what happened uh, in the year of 2020. Perfect yeah, so, vision. So Andy and I listened to our Vision Sunday sermon from a year ago on January 20th. And it was, I had laughed at a few points, what we didn't know what we were getting into. But our heart and our focus for 2020 was that God is able and that we just have to try, we have to start. And we dreamed big. And it honestly, I think is so healthy sometimes to look back, to take those opportunities, to pause, to reflect. And honestly, at the same time, to say thank you, God, because God showed up in 2020 in ways that we have never seen. And I believe that there is purpose and there is intentionality behind this past year. Last year, we said something about how we would love by the end of the year to record a song. (laughs) And I think We counted 46 Sundays of recording music last night. So we thought, maybe we'll put out a couple songs. That'll be fun. Yeah, we recorded 46 Sundays. So God knew. Um, We also had a big dream to raise 300, to have 350 to $400,000 come into Echo Church in the calendar year. $500,000 came in. So God showed up in a pandemic. So with that being said, we got to give away more. Um, Let's talk about this. We're in a building. We dreamed about starting fundraising, creating opportunity where we wouldn't have to be portable. We never knew that a pandemic would push us into signing a lease here at the castle. That's something to celebrate. Who remembers road cases and church trailer? Yes. It was a fun little run. But here we are at the castle. We were dreaming for, you know, even 4,000 square feet. We have over 5,000 square feet here at the castle. Second level is us all the time. And then we rent this beautiful auditorium on Sundays. I have to interrupt Christy. Some of the things that she's just kind of like bullet pointing off at the moment. Uh, if you go back 
you listen to, if you listen to the Vision Sunday, she's addressing specific things that we talked about, like we're talking, we'll be talking about, and that the Lord showed up. We sent this, had this idea of like, if, if we all can do this together, if we all get into this, then maybe we could raise this amount of money, and then that would give us the opportunity to have this 6,000 uh, square foot operational center and to be sitting here today, I don't want to miss the miracle and say, Lord, thank you for doing a miracle in a wide way, but we're here and we want to say thank you for that. Come on, can we yes, say thank, thank you? you? One of our biggest dreams was that we could have a space for teenagers to meet every single week. And so I don't know if you know this, if you're a teenager in this room or you have teens, echo high, cheer, where's our teens? They meet, they meet downstairs every Wednesday night at seven o'clock, and that is a big deal. We love investing in this next generation. Echo Kids nails it, and it's so powerful on Sundays and throughout the week, but we really want that space for teens to come, to feel safe, to feel loved, feel welcomed, and where they can just grow in their faith. And so every Wednesday night, seven o'clock, and that was a huge dream for us. If you don't know, we did youth ministry 15 years, and now we're just retired deacons of it. Um, we also get to use this space for tons of table communities. Table communities are our Bible studies, our life groups, are you know, just people coming together. And that was our dream is to have a space. And during a pandemic, it's been more needed than ever before because a lot of us aren't opening up our homes. So we love using the space for sharing meals, gathering around the table. Let's talk about Echo Joy. Who loves Echo Joy? Echo Joy has been such a such a joy and such a blast to come up with. Last year when the pandemic hit, we're like, we need to bring joy to people. And so we started making joy boxes. We were, we've done a lot of Echo Joy deliveries. We, we have a thing called Echo We See You that Jamie runs. And if we hear a need, we want to meet the need. And so we have delivered lots of gifts to people, presents. We did pizza, pizza on Echo. If you work for the school system, hopefully you got a pizza. Um, we did semi-loads of food for our community. We did a lot of food outreach. We had a baptism at the Zumbro River. Oh, How yes. awesome is that? First baptism. So that was our Echo's first baptism at the end of August, and we hope to have a few this year. But baptism is powerful. Our oldest daughter was baptized, which was so special for us to be able to baptize her. And then September came and we got in this building and we started regathering after five months of not seeing each other week to week. And that felt like our second launch. Honestly, it was as special as September of 2019 was, September 20th of this past year. Absolutely. Uh, here just in a second, I'm going to talk about some numbers. Uh, we're not really a big numbers church, uh, although numbers, I do believe, uh, begins to uh, share a story. And so we're going to share a few of those things with you. But I understand, and I met a new friend here today uh, that's visiting for the first time. We don't do Sundays like this every week. So, so you're in a special Sunday to get an inside picture of who we are as a church. And I just wanted to kind of do that disclaimer. Uh, but as for our reach, Nixon, you can put that on the screen. 
um, we averaged 421 people on a Sunday in the midst of a pandemic. Now, that is kind of a, a dynamic number because you had something before and you have something afterwards, and that's kind of those numbers collided together. And that's people in-house. And I just want to just pause and look at the camera and understand that there's many of you that are sitting at home, and we love you being a part of Echo Church, and we long to continue to support you. But at the same time, we long to see you again. And we miss you, and we're praying for you. And please, please, please come back one day. Uh, and it's not about, we don't believe that this church is about a big, massive group, people gathering together. But what it is, is those small conversations that you get to have throughout the day and that collective worship experience together is so powerful and so priceless. And so uh, we had, on average, 92 kids in attendance on Sundays. Let's hear for Sam yes. and her team. We, how about this number? This is awesome. 41 people committed their life to Jesus or recommitted their life to Jesus. We had 10 water baptisms, which I am super excited about it. And we did eight children dedications this year. And we've got tons more to do here soon. And so, man, we just love our children. As it comes to community and our goal and ambition, to, to as we're a large church, we try to grow small. It's in our table communities, our small group. We had 27 unique, unique table communities, 321 people. Uh, that attended those, and then 150 people are part of our ECHO team on a month-to-month basis to make what you see happen from week to week. Can we just celebrate uh, the involvement? A huge part of the church for us is as as you guys are so generous, we want to continue to be generous. We want to be a church that's making a difference in the city, uh, so much so that if we weren't in the city anymore, the city would go, where did you go? And so we have been intentional to continue to pay forward and, and just make a difference. And so this year, uh, in the generous initiative, we raised $40,000 that came from you to do special projects. We gave away $60,000 to local and global uh, missions. Can we celebrate about that? Isn't that awesome? We gave, we gave 750 pizzas away. We didn't know how we were going to do it, but we were going to do it. We wanted to love uh, the school district, understanding that, man, it was tough times there for, for a bit. Still is in some respect. Uh, we gave away 230 bags, Build-A-Bags, this fall uh, to, sell, or to uh, support those that are in need during the holidays. Okay, let's celebrate that. That was awesome. Uh, Here's a number that I never anticipated, never know that we would do it, and we did it. We did 45,000 pounds of food that went to the southeast uh, portion of Minnesota uh, through some hard work. Anybody there when we were unloading that semi? Anybody else freaking out because you thought you were going to have 10,000 pounds of food going to your garage? We did it. It was awesome. And then, as Christy mentioned already, we gave away 291 joy boxes just to, to look at our children and say, hey, what we see you, we love you. We want to, you are, you know, just be loved. And so can we just take a moment and say thank you to God uh, for doing such awesome things in 2020? Can we do that? So now I want to look forward. I want to just present maybe a little bit of vision uh, in a short period of time. Uh, the word up has pricked my soul. 
And really, if there's a theme or a word for 2021, it's the word up. And at the end of what we're going to talk about, and I'm just going to give it to you now, is we want you to ask this question. What word in front of up is your vision for you individually? We're going to give some collective ups. (laughs) At the end of this, my question is this, is what is the Lord placing upon your heart and what needs to happen in 2021? But as a group, this, this is it. Uh, we've got three, three words that we want to present to you as a collective church. That's, we want to be a church that set, sets up. We want to develop. It's misspelling, guys. Got to enjoy that one. And then I believe this is the year where we team up. So let's just break that down a little bit. Christy, you want to maybe talk a little bit about the setup? Yeah, so our setup... Yes, we are in this building, we have the castle, but it is this place, and that we have always said, we say a phrase over and over, is that we are people strong, we need you. But we really believe, at the end of the day, that we could not do this by ourselves, and that it's watching you guys, just asking God, what is my purpose, what are my dreams, what do you want me to do? And so our vision is not this building, our vision is people, and that's you. We get to use this building to reach people. And so we get to love our kids, our teenagers. We get to open the building up day after day for people to use this space. And so with that being said, we're a really big family. We look at Echo Church as a big family. And to have a big family, we need a lot of resources. It costs money and things like that. And so we would just love to team up where we can come together and you can help us be a part of that. And so when we look ahead at this year. You know, we talked just numbers and all the recaps and things like that, but I just would love to see you step out and say, you know what, I'm going to be a part of something and I'm going to start helping in one area. And so whether it be greeting someone at the door or whether it's through prayer team or something like that, we would just love to see you step out and start being a part of that. For the concept of setup, the one thing that I want to just kind of double down on is Christy already said, I'm going to say it again because you need to hear it. The vision will never be about a building. It's about its people. But we have a large church. And with a large church and a lot of people, I'll tell you what, it always helps to have walls. It always helps to have chairs. It helps to have heating and cooling. Can I, come on. Even microphones. And... So I just wanna, I wanna invite you to help us set up for the future. Yeah. I don't want to get to this place where all of a sudden we show up because we don't know where we're going and go, oh, geez, I'm not ready for this. And so I just wanna be blatantly unapologetic and say this, help us set Echo Church up for our future. And that's through our generosity. We believe that your generosity will set the pace of our vision. Again, the vision isn't about the building, but it sure helps to have one. Can I hear an amen? How many are thankful that you're not freezing outside right now as the snow is falling on your face? And so we're unapologetically asking you, join the efforts to raise money. We've talked, we've got it in contract right now. Right now, anybody got this kind of love for you to donate it today. We've got it under contract with the castle right now that they might offer this building to us for 3.2 million at the end of our August lease. Anybody got a third of that? 
I'll tell you, we can't do it alone. And, I, and I'm gonna tell you our true scenario. August, we might be homeless. September 1st. September 1st, we might be. <laughs> I need you to not only just join and say, Lord, we're gonna be generous, we're gonna sacrifice, we're gonna, we're gonna pay into the future of Echo Church. This isn't about you guys sitting, it's about your kids. It's about your kids' kids. It's the generation beyond. It's to set up the future of a life-giving church in their life. But also, uh, we are in a year where we've got to ask God. We're sitting in a miracle, but God, will you do that miracle again? And we believe we need you to just join us today and start praying, Lord, would you set up another miracle? Would you pray with me every day, every week, every Sunday you come in, would you just walk in, walk around this seven times, you know, the building, go back to the Old Testament reference, and would you say, Lord, give us the castle in Jesus' name. Give us a building in Jesus' name. It's not because it's a building, but because we wanna keep making a difference in a comfortable location. (laughs) I just don't wanna miss that opportunity. That's what setup is all about. Let's talk about develop, where this is where our heart truly is with people. Yeah, we wanna, like I mentioned at the beginning of the message, is we wanna help develop you. We wanna pour into you, and I really believe it starts with asking big questions and opening your Bible. You know, we're a 16-month-old church. You may feel like you're a 16-month-old in this room, and it's time to learn. And, and there's so much power in opening your Bible and praying and being in community with other believers and ask where you can ask questions. I know for me, where I have developed the most is around a small group of people. When I was in college, I was going to church for a good year and a half, holding these secrets and things that I was struggling, and it was in a small group with a group of women in a living room at my friend Krista's house where I opened up and they could pour into me, and I really feel like those were the breakthrough moments where I could develop what God wanted for me, where I could break free of my past, where I could let go of the things that I was listening to and the lies. And so we wanna be a church that helps develop you, that helps pour into you. And those are things like asking questions and saying, what is my next step? It's little bitty steps that we take every single day that when you look back a year from now, you're like, whoa. This year was a really big change. I don't know about you, but even just coming to church, do you feel better? Do you feel like you have hope? I know for me, it's my favorite day of the week. I feel encouraged. I feel like I can do this. And I'm reminded of the why. I'm reminded that God loves me. And so we want to create roadmaps for your internal change. We want to help you with the processes. We want to help you discover your freedom. We want to help you if you're struggling with financial stuff, spiritual stuff, baggage, addiction, brokenness, shame, whatever that is, but it takes people. We want to help you grow up. We want to help you take that next step. And you know what? It's a mountain that we're climbing every single day, but every step matters. But you need people ahead of you, cheering you on. You need people behind you, and you need people beside you. And we really believe that Echo Church is a church for that. And so we want to do a couple things. We want to have prayer and worship nights where there's no agenda. The band will play, and we can come together, and you can receive prayer. You can pray. You can spread out in this room. So we're really excited about that. We This winter, we're going to be doing a 21-day of fasting and praying. And you're like, fasting? We'll talk about it. But we want to help develop you in what God's calling you to do and creating those rhythms and doing something maybe you've never done before. We want to help develop your relationships, your marriages, your 
relationship with your family, your relationship at work, and so we want to help you with those things as well. One big dream that we have that we want to do is two things with our music. We want to create an album. We want to start writing music, which we already have, but we want to put out an album called Echo Loud, L-A-U-D, and that means to worship in Hebrew, praise, Hebrew, Andy Cass, Latin, Latin. Um, but we want to we have music. It's not about our band, but guess what? We have people in this room and a part of the Echo community who are born to create and have something to say. New songs are going to be created here in the Echo community. Yeah, and I, I said this last year, and I'm going to say it again. Uh, you were all born to create. And the more you push past, or you just put your creation little gift on the shelf, the more you become a critic. The less you create, the more you critique. Church, let's not be that. We also want to do a live worship night where we do a recording of us gathering together and just having a live album. We want to create a ministry opportunity where we have, we've had people who have been amazing and have helped serve as pastor interns, but we want to create a legit internship program because we believe in you. So if you have a call into ministry or you want to be help, like have help with developing your talents and seeking God, or maybe there's a calling on your life where you're like, I've never even said it out loud. We want to have that opportunity for you to grow within the Echo community. And as we develop, we, we want you to join the team. We want you to team up with us. Obviously, the setup and the, the uh, develop and team up, they all kind of work together. You have so much to offer. It's so much better being on the field than it is to be in the bleachers or on the bench or behind a TV watching. And we want to invite you to join the team. Enjoy the team and enjoy the team. Let's, let's believe that Jesus actually says if he wants us to do greater things that we actually can. But it takes us to get up and let's get going. We believe in you and we want you to join that team. And, and honestly, you know, we had a pretty big uh, Echo team, uh, a part of kind of what and kind of keeps things rolling on Echo from week to week, uh, month to month, year to year. And then the pandemic, pandemic hit. And, and obviously we had to rebuild in September. And our vision and our goal is that we double what we have today. Not because we want something from you. It's because we want something for you. Now, Echo Team, those that are volunteering, how many of you have found life-giving friendship and relationships because you serve next to somebody? I'll tell you what, if there isn't a reason why to join the team, that's the reason alone. You're not meant to do life alone. God has gifted you with so much. So just about a month ago or two months ago, I was in a dead sleep, dead sleep. And I had one of the most vivid dreams that I've ever had in my life. You know, you all like to dream, right? We all like dreams. I never remember them, okay? And I was sleeping and it was this like dark Blair Witch, never seen it, okay? Just seen previews. 
type of filming. Y'all you know what I'm saying? It's kind of chaotic. And it was just navigating through the dark. And, and, and I, I was just kind of walking through the dark. And I was in this space. I didn't know where I was. And, uh, and, and, and I eventually came to, I think, a corner. It felt like almost a garage. And then all of a sudden, the light shone. And it was shown on somebody. And when I saw that person, that person grabbed my shoulder and said, wake up. And that was a night that I woke up. Oh, y'all know what I'm saying? I was like, whoo, that was intense. And I remembered it. I journaled it about it. And I felt like I needed to share this to you. Because this is what Jesus wants to do in your life. He does the silent whisper. He's quiet. He's gentleman-like. He can say, get up and let's get going. And we have the option to just listen and be obedient. But I think for some of us, when we hear this message, man, we just have natural, uh, natural, uh, a natural um, a lean to just, to just push against it. Say, I'm not ready. I don't know if I can. I'm not sure if I'm able. I don't know if I have anything to offer. And I believe that the message you need to hear in 2021 is this, wake up. Wake up, put your vision on Christ, and let's start believing that God is about to do greater things. Can I hear an amen? So blank up. What, what is God saying to you? Like Andy said, the wake up, it's an invitation. God is a gentleman. You even have the power with the pencil to fill it in of what God's calling you to do this year. But we have a vision for you. But do you have a vision for yourself? Do you want to create a legacy? Because God has more for you this year than any year before. He's gone before us. He's listening. And now it's up for us to get up and get going. So is God calling you to level up, to develop, to grow up, to build up, to get up, to drive up, to hustle up? What's he calling you to give up? What do you need to throw up? Do you feel like you're a mess up? God wants you to show up. This year we are called to live up, to bring up others, maybe break up with certain things or people. He's calling us to raise up a new generation. He's calling us to step up in our city. It's time for us to suit up. So we commit this year to be in a year where we go up, where we celebrate this moment together and we look back a year from now and we applaud God for what he's done in our life. Would you just stand up all across this room? I wanna take a moment, just pray over you. Before you do that, let's, let's go ahead and lean into the prayer once again as we pray every week. This commitment of saying, Jesus, you call us to follow you and we're gonna put you at the center. And so some of you have not prayed a prayer like this for a long time. Maybe you've never prayed a prayer, but we believe this is the beginning of a relationship with Jesus. 
putting him at the center. Church, let's pray this. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. And everybody said, Amen. And Jesus, today I just lift up Echo Church. <laughs> I lift up. <laughs> Lord, have us. We look up. God, we pause and we ask that you would just speak to us again. What, what is that word that we need to put in the blank just before up? What do you want to do in our life in 2021 individually? But today, God, I pray for us to come as a collective group and lean into you and God, believe that we can do greater things together. We put our hope and trust in you in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Today, we're gonna end church just a little bit different. Um, last year, I presented the vision that maybe one day we would have our own original music or one day we'd be able to record. And yes, the pandemic threw us into that and the online opportunity. And, and uh, I am so proud of our people and our band and some of the songwriters. Uh, and this mo moment on Vision Sunday 2021, we get to sit back and celebrate as they sing their very first Echo original in-house song. Come on, come on. I want to say a few things before we begin. Last fall, my friend Dexter stopped me on the sidewalk outside of church and said, hey, would you consider co-leading a songwriting group, a small group? And I thought about it, and I decided that I would do it. And it was, it has been one of the most fulfilling things that I've ever done in my life. I've never, I've never had the experience of co-writing with a, such a brilliant, brilliant group of caring people. Last Wednesday night, we had 10 songwriters show up from the Echo community. And uh, we've been doing this now for 12 weeks. We just started our second 12-week effort and uh, this song that we're going to play was inspired by one of Andy's earliest uh, earliest uh, messages and uh, sessions called Redefining Hope last fall and Dexter and I and Casey Metzger sat down and uh, came up with the, the core of the song and I want to acknowledge Corey, uh, Cordy Walker for his contribution and my wife Heather for her editing abilities. But most importantly, I want to acknowledge this band. Every day when I get to come up here and play with these talented musicians, I'm inspired by not only their talent, but, but their willingness to get out of their comfort zone and to take a chance. The first time they've heard this song was Thursday. And sometimes you just have to go for it. 
you just have to step up and do it. It's called diving in. down I'm sinking deeper afraid I'll drown you come to rescue and breathe new life I'm in the darkness you give me light out in the ocean where I can't Keep fighting, fighting for me. I'm so tired, the tide's coming in. But you give me strength, so I don't give in. In my hope, I breathe again. In my faith, I won't. Trust, I'm diving in. In my trust, I'm diving in. You conquered darkness and you calmed the sea from dry land 
the moment the moment I knew we were gonna be okay when we started meeting online only was when you guys did my father's house the first time and they they're, they're this recording and they put it together and, and the worship team did all this and spent all this time and all of a sudden I was like hey we can do this like it was that creative moment and I've been thinking about what Pastor Andy said earlier we need to be creating because if we're willing to do that, you know what we stop being? We stop being critics. Man, we are a world full of critics right now. Let's stop being those people. And I'm just proud of you guys for putting it out there. I think it, the, one of the things, I talked about it when Sam preached a couple weeks ago, it is really hard when you put yourself out there. And sometimes it doesn't go great. And maybe there was a time in the past where it didn't go great. But guess what? Step out again. Put yourself out there again. You had challenges at church in the past. But do it again. Step out again. Be a creator again. Lay yourself out there again. Be vulnerable again. Because God will honor and use that. God is ready to do something big in you. God is ready to write new songs. God is ready to write a new chapter. God is ready to write a new focus in your life. Be encouraged. Know that you are loved and know that we are all in this together. Sound like a deal? Yeah, let's do it. Have an awesome week, everybody. We love you guys.